Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 194. We're going to continue in the book of Jeremiah today. And our theme as we read through these chapters, as well as Psalm 75 and 2 Corinthians 10, is that it's easy to say certain things. It's easy to, to claim that you believe this or claim that you believe that, but really The truth comes in our actions. The truth comes in our obedience. The truth comes in how we actually live. And so in one sense, as this this episode is entitled More Than Words, God is calling out the people for their lack of truth in their lives, their hypocrisy, and that living for him is far more than words. So let's begin again in Jeremiah. Pick it up in Jeremiah chapter 5. The Lord said, Go up and down through the streets of Jerusalem, Look around and see for yourselves. Search through its public square. See if any of you can find a single person who deals honestly and tries to be truthful. If you can, then I will not punish this city. These people make promises in the name of the Lord. But the fact is that they swear, what they swear is to really a lie. Lord, I know you look for faithfulness, but even when you punish these people, they feel no remorse. Even when you nearly destroy them, they refuse to be corrected. They become a hard, as hard-hearted as a rock. They refuse to change their ways. I thought, surely it is only the ignorant poor who act this way. They act like fools because they do not know what the Lord demands. They do not know what their Lord their God requires of them. I will go to the leaders and speak with them. Surely they will know what the Lord demands. Surely they will know what their God requires of them. Yet all of them, too, have rejected his authority and refused to submit to him. So like a lion from the thicket... Their enemies will kill them. Like a wolf from the Rift Valley, they will destroy them. Like a leopard, they will lie in wait outside their cities and totally destroy anyone who ventures out. For they have rebelled so much and done so many unfaithful things. The Lord asked, How can I leave you unpunished, Jerusalem? Your people have rejected me and have worshipped gods that are not gods at all. Even though I supplied all their needs, they were like an unfaithful wife to me. They went flocking to the houses of prostitutes. They are like lusty, well-fed stallions. Each of them lusts after his neighbor's wife. I will surely punish them for doing such things, says the Lord. I will surely bring retribution on such a nation as this. The Lord commanded the enemy, March through the vineyards of Israel and Judah and ruin them, but do not destroy them completely. Strip off their branches, for these people do not belong to the Lord. For the nations of Israel and Judah have been very unfaithful to me, says the Lord. These people have denied what the Lord says. They have said, that, that is not so. No one will come, will come, uh, no harm will come to us. We will not experience war and famine. The prophets will prove to be full of wind. The Lord has not spoken through them. So let, they, let what they say happen to them. Because of that, the Lord, the God of heaven's armies, said to me, Because these people have spoken like this, I will make the words that I put in your mouth like fire, and I will make this people like wood which the fiery judgments you speak will burn up. The Lord says, Listen, nation of Israel, I'm about to bring a nation from far away to attack you. It will be a nation that was founded long ago and has lasted for a long time. It will be a nation whose language you will not know. 
Its people will speak words that you will not be able to understand. All its soldiers are strong and mighty. Their arrows will send you to your grave. They will eat up your crops and your food. They will kill off your sons and your daughters. They will eat up your sheep and your cattle. They will destroy your vines and your fig trees. Their weapons will batter down the fortified cities you trust in. Yet even then I will not completely destroy you, says the Lord. So then, Jeremiah, when your people ask, Why has the Lord our God done all of this? Tell them, It is because you rejected me and served foreign gods in your own land. So you must serve foreigners in a land that does not belong to you. Proclaim this message among the descendants of Jacob. Make it known throughout Judah. Tell them, Hear this, you foolish people who have no understanding, who have eyes but do not discern, who have ears but do not perceive. You should fear me, says the Lord. You should tremble in awe before me. I made the sand to be a boundary for the sea, a permanent barrier that it can never cross. Its waves may roll, but they can never prevail. They may roar, but they can never cross beyond that boundary. But these people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned aside and gone their own way. They have They do not say to themselves, Let us revere the Lord our God. It is He who gave us the autumn rains and the spring rains at the proper time. It is He who assures us of regular weeks of harvest. Your misdeeds have stopped these things from coming. Your sins have deprived you of my bounty. Indeed, they are wicked scoundrels among my people. They lie in wait like bird catchers hiding in ambush. They set deadly traps to catch people. Like a cage filled with the birds that have been caught, their houses are filled with the gains of their fraud and deceit. This is how they have gotten so rich and powerful. That is how they have grown fat and sleek. There is no limit to the evil things they do. They do not plead the cause of the fatherless in such a way as to win it. They do not defend the rights of the poor. I will certainly punish them for doing such things, says the Lord. I will certainly bring retribution on such a nation as this. Something horrible and shocking is going to happen to the land of Judah. The prophets prophesy lies. The priests exercise power by their own authority. And my people love to have it this way. But they will not be able to help you when the time of judgment comes. Run for safety, people of Benjamin. Get out of Jerusalem. Sound the trumpet in Tekoa. Light the signal fires at Beth HaKirim. For disaster lurks out of the north, it will bring great destruction. I will destroy daughter Zion, which is as delicate and defenseless as a young maiden. Kings will attack her with with their armies. They will encamp and siege all around her. Each of them will devastate the portion assigned to him. They will say, prepare to do battle against it. Come on, let's attack it at noon. But later they will say, woe to us, for the day is almost over and the shadows of evening are getting long. So come on, let's go ahead and attack it by night and destroy all its fortified buildings. All this is because the Lord of Heaven's armies has said, Cut down the trees around Jerusalem and build up siege ramp against its walls. This is the city that is to be punished. Nothing but oppression happens in it. As as a well continually pours out fresh water, so it continually pours out wicked deeds. Sounds of violence and destruction echo throughout it. All I see are sick and wounded people. So take warning, Jerusalem, or I will abandon you in disgust and make you desolate, a place where no one can live. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army said to me. Those who remain in Israel will be like the grapes thoroughly gleaned from a vine. So go over them again as, you, as though you were a grape harvester passing your hand over the branches one last time. I answered, Who would listen if I spoke to them and warned them? Their ears are so closed that they cannot hear. Indeed, the Lord's message is offensive to them. They do not like it at all. I am as full of anger as you are, Lord. I am tired of trying to hold it in hold it in the lord answered 
Vent it, then, on the children who play in the street and on the young men who gather together. Husbands and wives are to be included, as well as the old and those who are advanced in years. Their houses will be turned over to others, as will their fields and their wives, for I will unleash my power against those who live in this land, says the Lord. That is because, from the least important to the most important of them, all of them are greedy for dishonest gain. Prophets and priests alike, all of them practice deceit. They offer only superficial help for the harm my people have suffered. They say, everything will be all right, but everything is not all right. Are they ashamed because they have done such shameful things? No, they are not ashamed at all. They do not even know how to blush. So they will die, just like others have died. They will be brought to ruin when I punish them, says the Lord. The Lord said to his people, You are standing at the crossroads, so consider your path. Ask where the old, reliable paths are. Ask where the path is that leads to blessing and follow it. If you do, you will find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not follow it. The Lord said, I appointed prophets as watchmen to warn you, saying, Pay attention to the warning sound of the trumpet. But they say, We will not pay attention. So the Lord said, Hear, you nations, be witnesses, and take note of what will happen to these people. Hear this, you peoples of the earth. Take note. I am about to bring disaster on these people. It will come as punishment for their scheming, for they have paid no attention to what I have said, and they have rejected my law. I take no delight when they offer up to me frankincense that comes from Sheba or sweet-smelling cane imported from a faraway land. I cannot accept the burnt offerings they bring me. I get no pleasure from the sacrifices they offer to me. So this is what the Lord says. I will surely make these people stumble to their doom. Parents and children will stumble and fall to their destruction. Friends and neighbors will die. This is what the Lord says. Beware, an army is coming from a land in the north. A mighty nation is stirring into action in faraway parts of the earth. Its soldiers are armed with bows and spears. They are cruel and show no mercy. They sound like the roaring sea, and they ride forth on their horses, lined up in formation like men going into battle, to attack you, daughters Zion. The people cry out, We have heard reports about them. We have become helpless with fear, and anguish grips us, agony like that of a woman giving birth to a baby. Do not go out into the countryside. Do not travel on the roads, for the enemy is there with the sword in hand. They are spreading terror everywhere. So I said, O my dear people, put on sackcloth and roll in ashes. Mourn with painful sobs, as though you had lost your only child. For any moment now, that destructive army will come against us. The Lord said to me, I have made you like a metal assayer to test people like ore. You are to observe them and evaluate how they behave. I reported, all of them are the most stubborn of rebels. They are as hard as bronze or iron. They go about telling lies. They all deal corruptly. The fiery bellows of judgment burn fiercely. But there is too much dross to be removed. The process of refining them has proved useless. The wicked have not been purged. They are regarded as rejected silver because the Lord rejects them. And the Lord said to Jeremiah, Stand in the gate of the Lord's temple and proclaim this message. Listen to the Lord's message, all you people of Judah who have passed through the gates to worship the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Change the way you have been living and do what is right. If you do, I will allow you to continue to live in this land. Stop putting your confidence in the false belief that says, We are safe. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. You must change the way you have been living and do what is right. You must treat one another fairly. 
Stop oppressing resident foreigners who live in your land, children who have lost their fathers and women who have lost their husbands. Stop killing innocent people in this land. Stop paying allegiance to other gods. That will only bring about your ruin. If you stop doing these things, I will allow you to continue to live in this land that I gave to your ancestors as a lasting possession. But just look at you. You are putting your confidence in a false belief that I will not deliver you. You steal. You murder. You commit adultery. You lie when you swear an oath. You sacrifice to the god Baal. You pay allegiance to other gods whom you have not previously known. Then you come and you stand in my presence in this temple I have claimed as my own and say, We are safe. You think you are so safe that you will go on doing all those hateful sins? Do you think this temple I have claimed as my own is to be a hideout for robbers? You had better take note. I have seen for myself what you have done, says the Lord. So go to the place in Shiloh where I allowed myself to be worshipped in the early days. See what I did to it because of the wicked things my people of Israel did. You also have done all these things, says the Lord, and I have spoken to you over and over again. But you have not listened. You have refused to respond when I called you to repent. So I will destroy this temple that I have claimed as my own, this temple that you are trusting to protect you. I will destroy this place that I gave to you and your ancestors, just like I destroyed Shiloh. And I will drive you out of my sight, just like I drive out your, I drove out your relatives, the people of Israel. But as for you, Jeremiah, do not pray for these people. Do not raise a cry of prayer for them. Do not plead with them to save them, because I will not listen to you. Do you see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem? Children are gathering firewood, fathers are building fires with it, and women are mixing dough to bake cakes to offer to the goddess they call the Queen of Heaven. They are also pouring out drink offerings to other gods. They seem to do all this just to trouble me. But I am not really the one being troubled, says the Lord. Rather, they are bringing trouble on themselves to their own shame. So the Sovereign Lord says, My raging fury will be poured out on this land. It will be poured out on human beings and animals, on trees and crops, and it will burn like a fire that cannot be extinguished. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to the people of Judah, You might as well go ahead and add the meat of your burnt offerings to that of the other sacrifices and eat it too. Consider this. When I spoke to your ancestors after I brought them out of Egypt, I did not merely give them commands about burnt offerings and sacrifices. I also explicitly commanded them, Obey me. If you do, I will be your God and you will be my people. Live exactly the way I tell you and things will go well with you. But they did not listen to me or pay pay any attention to me. They followed the stubborn inclinations of their own wicked hearts. They acted worse and worse instead of better. From the time your ancestors departed the land of Egypt until now, I sent my servants the prophets to you again and again, day after day. But your ancestors did not listen to me, nor pay attention to me. They became obstinate and were more wicked than even their own forefathers. Then the Lord said to me, When you tell them all this, they will not listen to you. When you call out to them, they will not respond to you. So tell them, This is a nation that has not obeyed the Lord their God and has not accepted correction. Faithfulness is nowhere to be found in it. These people do not even profess it anymore. So mourn, you people of this nation. Cut, out, cut off your hair and throw it away. Sing a song of mourning on the hilltops. For the Lord has decided to reject and forsake this generation that has provoked his wrath. The Lord says, I have rejected them because the people of Judah have done what I consider evil. They have set up their disgusting idols in the temples that I have claimed for my own and have defiled it. They have also built palaces of worship places of worship in a place called Topheth in the valley of 
Ben-Hinnom, so that they can sacrifice their sons and their daughters by fire. That is something I never commanded them to do. Indeed, it never entered, even entered my mind to command such a thing. So watch out, says the Lord. The time will soon come when people will no longer call those places Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but they will be called it the Valley of Slaughter, and they will bury so many people in Topheth that they will run out of room. Then the dead bodies of these people will be left on the ground for the birds and the wild animals to eat. There will not be any survivors to scare them away. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness or the glad celebration of brides and grooms throughout the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem, for the whole land will become a desolate wasteland. There's God's judgment again through the prophet Jeremiah because these people would say things and would claim certain things, but their actions were evil. They treated and mistreated people all over the place and disregarded God's warnings over and over again. And now we turn to Psalm 75, which is a psalm in which the psalmist Asaph calls out to God to bring justice on those who do evil. Psalm 75, for the music director, according to the Al-Tashcheth style, a psalm of Asaph, a song. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks. You reveal your presence. People tell about your amazing deeds. God says, at the appointed times, I judge fairly. When the earth and all its inhabitants dissolve in fear, I make its pillars secure. I say to the proud, do not be proud. And to the wicked, do not be so confident of victory. Do not be so certain you have won. Do not speak with your head held so high, for victory does not come from the east or west or from the wilderness, for God is the judge. He brings one down and exalts another, for the Lord holds in his hand a cup full of foaming wine mixed with spices and pours it out. Surely all the wicked of the earth will slurp it up and drink it to its very last drop. As for me, I will continually tell what you have done. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. God says, I will bring down all the power of the wicked. The godly will be victorious. And so we have that psalm calling out to God as a just God who will bring justice on those who do evil, which is a good thing. And it leads us then to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the next part in which the Apostle Paul to the church in Corinth is explaining that he is not there to make a big boast with his words, but he had come there and continues to serve them with actions and with words that are meant to point them to the God who loves them and can save them, a God that they are called to turn to in repentance and faith. 2 Corinthians 10. Now I, Paul, appeal to you personally by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I who am meek and when present among you, when present among you, but am full of courage towards you, went away. Now I ask that when I am present, I may not have to be bold with the confidence that I expect I will dare to use against some who consider us to be behaving according to human standards. For though we live as human beings, we do not wage war according to human standards. For the weapons of our warfare are not human weapons, but are made powerful by God for tearing down strongholds. We tear down arguments and every arrogant obstacle that is raised up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to make it obey Christ." We are also ready to punish every act of disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. You are looking at outward appearances. If anyone is confident that he belongs to Christ, he should reflect on this again. Just as he himself belongs to Christ, so, do to, so too do we. For if I boast somewhat more about our authority that the Lord gave us for building you up and not for tearing you down, I will not be ashamed of doing so. 
I do not want to seem as though I am trying to terrify you with my letters, because some say his letters are weighty and forceful, but his physical presence is weak and his speech is of no account. Let such a person consider this. What we say by letters when we are absent, we also are in actions when we are present. For we will not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who recommend themselves, but when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond certain limits, but will confine our boasting according to the limits of the work to which God has appointed us that reaches even as far as you. For we were not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach out as far as you, because we were the first to reach out as far as you with the gospel about Christ. Nor do we boast about beyond certain limits in the work done by others. But we hope that as your faith continues to grow, our work may be greatly expanded among you according to our limits, so that we may be preach the gospel in the regions that lie beyond you, and not boast of work already done in another person's area. But the one who boasts must boast in the Lord. For it is not the person who commends himself who is approved, but the person the Lord commends. And there the Apostle Paul making it very clear, your actions and your words need to match up. And if you're going to boast about anything, boast in the Lord, the God who does justice, but also the God who is a God of mercy. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're-